You're listening to the internet. On this episode number 782 of Into Your Head, uh, mice in zoos, placebo aviation, the argument against fiction, podcasts as penance, the battle for damp skin, homemade beverages, and lots more. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Hello. Once upon a time there was a, oh there was an elephant, an elephant, uh, a creature of uh, elephantic proportions, a uh, creature, basically an elephant, that's what it was, uh, but not a real elephant, I'm calling it an elephant because it was a, it was a, a creature that was, oh basically big, I'm using, elephant is being used as a descriptive term here rather than as a noun, it was a creature that was of elephantic proportions, it was joint, uh, didn't have a trunk, well, it was big, and that's what we think of when we call someone an elephant. We're not we're not saying they have a trunk and big ears. We're saying they're big, and that's what I'm saying about this creature, uh, who I suppose conceivably may well have been an elephant as well. Uh, but that's not that's not why we're saying elephant. Uh, as it happens, there was a rhinoceros. There was a rhinoceros of elephantic proportions. Is elephantic the word? It probably is. It should be elephantile though. Elephantile would be a good name for it. Uh, for a, a, a family of oh a family of species elephantile uh, let's write that down now see how it looks uh, elephantiles a bit like reptiles except it would be elephantiles if you got reptiles that are very big and they aren't uh, aren't reptiles uh, well you want to call them something like that because it's a cool term having something ending in toil uh, sounds cool uh, let's see, elephant oil. See, I'm after accidentally deleting the album art while typing that in. Uh, so bear with me while I correct this before I mess it up more. Undo uh, amateur surgery. Uh, oh, the elephant oil family. There we go. A new family of creatures called the elephant oil. Uh, family, uh, a bit like a bit like you have a cat family and you have the reptile family and you have the bird family and you have the canine family. Uh, well, I'm deciding we're going to have the elephantine family. And as creatures that are of the proportions of an elephant, they're big, uh, basically hippopotamuses, uh, elephants, uh, rhinoceroses, that sort of thing. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking there's already names for those sorts of things, probably. They're probably called large mammals or something. Well, I've decided they're going to be called the Elephantine family. Or should it be Elephantile? No, isn't that what I said the first time? Yes, I said Elephantile because it sounds like reptile a bit. There we go. That's what I meant. Elephantile. I think that's good. Uh, Although apparently not memorable because I've already misquoted myself uh, a minute after creating the term. Uh, my spell checker wants me to say elephantine, incidentally, so that may well already be a word. That's interesting. Uh, so, we can't call it that anyway, so we'll call it an elephant oil. Now, uh, anyway, once upon a time, there was a creature of the elef- elephant oil family, and he was always oh, basically walking around the zoo. He was walking around the zoo uh, in the elephant oil section, obviously. 
I was walking around, uh, basically waiting to be fed. I was the creatures in zoos. Sit. That's what creatures in zoos do all day. They sit around waiting to be fed to other animals, or to be fed themselves, uh, or have have other animals shoved inside them, or have themselves shoved into other animals. Because you don't think about that. There are animals in zoos that are kept in buckets and fridges and other things or in freezers that are just there to be fed to other animals, and you're not allowed to visit them. So they don't invite you to visit the mice that they feed to the freaking uh what you call it to whoever creatures eat mice there's some creatures that you feed mice to snakes for example in the re- in the snake section there isn't a there isn't a section where you can go and see the mice that aren't that haven't been fed to the uh snakes yet that's probably considered that's probably because there's children there and they think that would be disturbing you don't want to go look at dead mice uh but you could look at them before they're killed surely before they put them in the freezer uh have the live mice going around uh, at least at let them have do a bit of showmanship uh, just so they, they can get some value out of their short lives before they become dinner for some snake. Absolutely fucking fantastic. I think I'll contact Dublin Zoo and uh, suggest that. It's value for money really. They're paying, they're paying for those mice. Uh, surely the Christ, although then they'd have to feed the mice, wouldn't they, for a while? It depends how long they were holding on to them I suppose. How long would you hold on to a mouse? Uh, before he decided to freeze it and use it as a food for the snake. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, on with the show. Monkey nuts. That's what they call them. They call them big, steaming, shit-eating, piss-piling. Uh, oh, uh, nail scissors becoming less... U- uh, less... Uh, oh, less... Wor- uh, bollocks. Why can I not think of words today? Oh, I can think of words. I can think of plenty of words. I can think of uh, zebra, uh, electrocute... Uh, wall, uh, turnip, radiator. I can think of words. That's not the problem. I can't seem to. I can't seem to gather the words together though for when I want to say something. Uh, I was trying to say this nail scissors is losing its effectiveness. I think it's becoming blunt or something, or it's become bent at some point uh, down near the end. It's bent. Is it supposed to be bent? Maybe it is. Are nail scissors is supposed to be bent? I think they might be. I think this is meant to curve around to meet the curve of my fingernails. Uh, but no. It's definitely become less effective. Uh, I go to I go to cut my fingernails off and they won't come off or whole. Oh, they stay on. Uh, thank Christ, they're not doing anything. Thank Christ, uh, cutting your nails off isn't an urgent urgent thing like uh, like non-elective surgery that has to be done immediately and needs to have the dependable tools. Because uh, if that was the case, then I'd have a problem here. Wouldn't be able to operate on myself, and then I'd probably I don't know. I'd probably have to get a professional in yeah, that's probably what you're supposed to do with surgery get a professional in uh, but you say that uh, but then you remember that back in the back in the old days barber shops used to do basic surgery that's why they have the thing up with the pole with the red and white thing on it or something to do with blood they used to do basic uh, basic bloodletting and that sort of thing if I understand correctly that's why the Sweeney Todd thing was was credible uh, well for one thing because it actually happened uh, but for another thing because oh wait did Sweeney Todd actually happen uh, 
well, the musical happened and the movie happened and all the stage play and all that happened, but did the thing happen in real life? There's a question I can't remember now. I get fact and fiction mix, mixed up. You live in a world where every second minute of your day is some, uh, you're listening to some podcast with someone telling a fictional story or you're watching Netflix and then it's interspersed with real life. You could be walking around. Oh, it's like living, it's like living in a fucking hologram. You have, you have real life all around you but then you have a fictional life going into your earphones or else you're looking at something fictional on the television and you're hearing real life in your ears or reading it on the computer or something you don't know which is which anymore uh, we need to have a thing where you can only be in fictional life and real life at one time and not have a mixture of the two because we're all going to end up oh we're all going to end up uh, with mental disorders if this carries on. You shouldn't be able to walk around in the real world uh, but have earphones on to have a fictional thing going on in them, like an audiobook novel or something, because that's going to cause confusion. Going to cause terrible confusion. I was just watching a, a video of a fella trying the Oculus something, uh, some sort of virtual reality thing, and he's there. Uh, it's a video of a fella on the radio uh, trying out the Oculus Rift thing, and they videoed it and put it on YouTube. And he put the thing on his head, and he's basically going, Jesus Christ, except without the swearing because it's daytime radio. He's going, Jesus Christ, in less sweary language. And he's going, Holy Christ crap that's amazing and then they're filming it well he's in the real world you see uh, but he's looking at a fake world through these glasses his big contraption not strapped to his face he's looking at that and i wonder the poor man's confused he's a he doesn't know what to make of it and that's going to be all of us now in a few years time we won't know what's what won't know where we are we'll be wandering around dazed and confused like lunatics and not like lunatics we'll be lunatics because uh, i'm not a I'm not a psych psychiatrist, but I damn well know plenty of people who are. I can, well, I don't know them personally, but if I if I were to do a search for psychiatrists now, I could come up with millions of names of people who are psychiatrists and they live in our world. I can tell you, if you can go up to any of them, and uh, not that I'm going to, I'm not going to do a fucking research here. But no, if you were to go up to those psychiatrists and say, is this good for us, the way we live today? Uh, they'd say, no, it's not. We just stop living like this uh, of course you won't listen to them nobody listens to experts anymore about anything you get up in the plane and you say hello uh can i drive the plane and they'll say no and you say but i want to drive the plane and they'll say that's a powerful and sophisticated counterpoint argument uh, but no you may not drive the plane and then you'll throw a fucking you'll throw a fucking strop you'll go you'll throw a what do you call it <laughs> you throw a strop and you get enraged you'll say how dare you not uh, facilitate my request to fly the plane I want to fly the plane and then of course they'll humour you they'll bring you up and they'll put you in front of the co-pilot's steering wheel and they'll pretend it's working and they'll say you go ahead and fly the plane now would you like to turn left and then you'll turn the wheel left and the plane will veer left uh, they won't tell you that they've got another fella in the back on another wheel like they do on uh, one of those uh Oh, one of those cars that they use to teach people how to drive where they have dual controls. 
uh, you're so thick you don't even know that they're tricking you. Uh, maybe it's a thing, and maybe it helps your confidence. I don't know. It's like a placebo. It's a placebo of the. There's a thing. Uh, that would be a way to train pilots. A placebo training. You put them. You put them on a on in in. A, uh, what do you call it? You control thing, and you don't tell them that the the controls they're using aren't connected to the plane at all. There's somebody else actually flying it. Uh, but here you appear to be flying it, and as a result, you get confident, and that's a placebo trading. Here we go. Here's a concept for you: placebo training. I think we'll name the show that, will we? Placebo, placebo pilot training. Here we go now. That's because we need a we need a, it's a while since I've had a new concept. Uh, placebo training it is. Don't get distracted typing it down, you fucking idiot. Uh, too late. I already have. Now uh, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking this is a oh this is great. This is great. This stuff that I'm cramming down my throat at the moment is great. You're probably eating a bowl of pasta or something, are you? I don't know. Uh what you're thinking. whatever it is, I can't see what you're doing. I only know what you're thinking. I can only extrapolate from that. You're thinking this is great. This is great. Uh so either you're enjoying a bowl of delicious pasta or you're en you're enjoying the show. Is it too much to is it too much to hope that you might be enjoying my podcast seeing as how you've uh, stuck with it for at least 13 minutes uh no or is that big-headed of me to think you might be no no maybe you're just li listening to it for punishment did you go to mass this morning and go to confession and get told for penance do 12 hail marys and listen to the into your head podcast uh, episode 782 which i believe is being made this morning as i speak uh, how the priest would know that i don't know i don't know uh, uh, well, let's just assume that's the case. In which case, consider yourself penanced. Uh, consider yourself sin-free once you get through the rest of this episode. That is, of course. You should probably go and read one of my cat webcomics as well while you're at it. Uh, no, no. Anyway, I know what you're thinking there. Uh, you're thinking something, 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 something. We covered that bit. Uh, that usually leads on to a new topic uh, organically. But it doesn't seem to have done so in this case. Although it did. I got onto confessions and masses and things, but then I became all uh, self-aware and started saying, oh, uh, that usually leads on to a topic, and I'm overthinking it, that's the problem, that's the problem, uh, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, uh, I don't like to admit it, but we live in a world where thinking too much is a bad thing and causes problems, it's problematic, so we really need to, we need to, those of us who are in the habit of thinking a lot, we need to cut down on it, unfortunately, it's a bit depressing really when you think about it to think that we live in a world where you can't think too much because it becomes a problem you need to cut back on your thinking uh, that's why we have all these religions uh, people people don't want to have to think about stuff uh, so we get other stuff to fill in the gaps and we go oh I don't need to think about the universe because I've already got it sorted out with this thing uh, this thing here it's all sorted out absolutely fantastic I'm going to write something on the screen here with this felt tip black marker and uh, let's see uh, cats are cool 
Uh, I take a photograph of her, but I don't have an eye telephone at the moment. I'm getting a new one soon, don't worry. Uh, but I have nothing to photograph this with at the moment. Uh, unless I use the front-facing camera of my broken iPod. Uh, but that's not really going to work out. But oh, you can take it as read that I've written Cats are cool on my computer monitor in felt-tip marker. Uh, I'll probably wipe it off now in a minute. Oh, I'll use the I'll use the glasses wipe that I was using to wipe my glasses a while ago. That's what I'll do. I'll use the optic. I've already scrammed it into the Red Bull can. It's not even the real Red Bull can. It's a supermarket home brand one. Uh, I don't know. Uh, find some. I'll clean it up later. Oh, oh, maybe I'll use this cat glove puppet I usually use to wipe up coffee. Uh, here we go. Christ, uh, it's not coming off all that easily, I have to admit. Oh, and, uh, oh, there we go, it's going now. And Christ for that. And could, have been, could have been a problem there. Could have been a problem. Uh, but no, it's not. It's not a problem. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Into your head. Matchstick cats. Matchstick cats. Are you a cat? Or do you know somebody who might be? Then tell yourself about Matchstick Cats. Neil's webcomic. Brand new episodes at IntoYourHead.com Follow Neil at Twitter.com slash IntoYourHeadPod and pretend to like him at Facebook.com slash IntoYourHeadPodcast Shawnee Greger and this is Athai Weekly World News. The news, the whole news and nothing but the news. Oh, and lots more. It's been announced that two government-rescued banks are to pull out of internet banking in Athai with immediate effect. The cost-saving measure means customers in the town who attempt to access the websites of permanent TSB and EBS will instead be diverted to Little Ireland's Super Saturday Deals page. The National Bank Regulatory Body has advised anybody in a thigh who still has savings to keep quiet about it and just export their account information to PayPal or something. German discount retailer Aldi has denied allegations that its tinned sardines and mackerel suck monkey nuts. After a local podcaster's wife reported that four out of six of her cats shunned it as a treat even going so far as to scrape the floor beside the product in the internationally recognised symbol for This is faeces and I want to bury it. Now it's time for our first look at tomorrow morning's newspapers. The Irish Examiner goes with the news that the government is secretly planning to tax oxygen, while the Irish Super Soar Away Saturday Sun devotes its entire front page to a spectacular photograph of the sun, in tribute to a young local photographer who is now blind. Finally, the Irish Independent leads with a giant smudge, followed by an unprecedented front page editorial slamming what it calls declining standards in the print industry. Business news now. And Athai Town Council has invited submissions of sponsorship proposals for the town's new roundabout. It's hoped that entrepreneurs will relish the opportunity to have their brands associated with the unique landscaped junction at the north end of the town 
which is believed to be the hemisphere's only counterclockwise roundabout. Meanwhile, local councillors have expressed concern at the revelation that the town's long-awaited relief road, which was finally announced last year, will run along the western seaboard of the country and only pass within 130 miles of a Thai town. Defending the proposals, planners have explained that the whole point of a bypass road is to take the traffic as far away from the town centre as physically possible. Meanwhile, a Thai Weekly World News can reveal that a much-hyped deep tunnel currently being constructed several thousand miles underground and with zero funding from the Irish government is in fact being built by Australia. Weather news now. And it's going to be bitterly cold and wet this week. So don't forget to bring a brolly and wrap up well in a coat and hat and gloves and trousers and socks and shoes and aluminium foil and cat. And don't forget your lunchbox and some strepsils. For up to the minute weather reports for your local road, please call the number on your iPod screen. Calls cost money, but then so does cat food. Such is life. Finally, it's time for this year's Athai Weekly World News with Shania Groiga annual April Fool's Day spoof story in association with Athai Joke Shop. Local horse breeders are in crisis after the recent withdrawal of several co- contracts with major supermarkets. That's according to a fictional statement by the town's Chamber of Commerce, which in a press release entitled, This Might Make a Good April Fool's Story for You, Shania, urged the town's residents to shop local, saying the county's horse meat is among the best in Europe. And that was this year's April Fool's Story, brought to you by a Thai joke shop. Call in before April 2nd and get a free car when you spend 15 euros or more on cheap plastic crap or fake vomit. I'm Shawnee Groiga and now you're completely up to date. Unless, of course, you're listening to this belatedly on a podcast or something. Don't forget to join me tonight on the E3 Extra Plus channel for Shania's 9 o'clock news after party, when I'll be getting VIP behind-the-scenes access to the real stories behind the main evening news programme with Nikki from Westlife. But for now, a very good evening to you. The proceeding was a rerun of a classic, oh, classic edition of that thing. Uh, don't worry, though. The rest of today's podcast is all new. I'm not fobbing you off with a rerun. Uh, but I write that crap for the Grania, Shania Groger, whoever her name is. I have to get some value out of it by playing it more than once so someone actually hears it. Anyway. On with the show. Two cats walk into a bar. One of the cats goes straight up to the bar counter. And the barman says, hello, can I help you, sir? And the cat says, "Ah, in a moment, in a moment. I just finished this beverage that I've been carrying around with me. And the barman says, oh, you can't bring your own beverages in here. And the cat says, don't worry, it's not my own. It's a creation of the Red Bull Company. I got it in the shop. It's not mine at all. I wouldn't go around with homemade beverages. Uh, Sure, nobody makes homemade uh, homemade uh, fizzy beverages anymore. No, no. Unless some of the freaks who still have a soda stream, maybe. I hear it's big in America again. Uh, But no, uh, don't worry. 
not my beverage at all. And the man behind the bar says, that's not quite what I meant, sir. I meant you can't be bringing beverages in here and consuming them that you bought somewhere else. Uh, this bar is a business. I make, uh, I make, I do business and I get to do my business by, uh, by vending beverages to you and charging you uh, therefore. Uh, is therefore the right word? No. Uh, charging you for them. Whatever the, uh, a more sophisticated way of saying for them would be. Not therefrom or therefore or something. Surely there must be a word like that that would fit in there. And the cat says, uh, bless you. And the barman says, I beg your pardon. And the cat says, I was just saying bless you because you belched. And the barman says, I thought that was just for coughing. And the cat says, why would you bless a coffin? Unless, of course, there's somebody in, I suppose, and it's a funeral. Oh, I take that back. You've every reason to bless a coffin. Coffins get blessed all the time uh, in religious ceremonies uh, at the time of your, oh, at the time of your post to death. Uh, but no, uh, where am I going with this? I don't know. And the barman says, you're going out the door. That's where you're going with that, with that beverage. That's not even real Red Bull. That's... Uh, Tesco Blue Spark Sugar Free. I see you've gone down a semi-healthy route there with the sugar free. And the cat says, I have indeed. I always wonder when I look at this. I see sugar free. And then I go and do my online shop and I type in sugar free energy drinks. And it never comes up because it's always mis misspelled sugar. I can never remember if it's an A or an E for some reason. Even though it's perfectly obvious now that I'm looking at it. But I'm looking at it now. Uh, in order to look at it, you have to find it first. And that's when you have to type it in search. And the barman says, sir, uh, last chance. Would you like to order? Or something and the cat says yes please I'll have a pint of your finest Guinness please and the man behind the bar says do you realize you're drinking a stimulant drink and now you're going to drink a downer you realize those two will cancel each other out and the cat says, you're a bit of a downer yourself, aren't you? And the barman says, I beg your pardon, sir. And the cat says, you're in the, you're in the hostillery uh, industry. You should be, ah, uh, you should be a more of an upper, a bit more, uh, a bit of a brighter personality, if you don't mind me saying so. But on a bit of an act, I realise you may have had a bad day, but for Christ's sake, you're in, a, you're in the hostillery industry. Uh, chirp up a bit, will you? And the man behind the bar says, I don't have to take this. You're a cat. And the cat says, I am indeed. What gave her away? And the barman says, uh, the fact that you're a cat, that's what gave her away. The fact that you're a fucking cat. You're nothing but a cat. You're a... Uh, ah. And the cat says, this is a bit much. Have you a problem with cats? And the barman says, I'm having a problem with one right now. Uh, right now, at this very minute, at this particular point in time. Uh, anyway, uh, where are we going with this? I don't know. Uh, this is just warm up. This is just warm up. It's been a while. Uh, anyway, we have a lot to get on with today. Items that need to be attended to. Issues that need to be addressed. Topics. Oh, topics. We've got lots and lots of topics. We're positively booming to the seams with topics. We've got topics coming out of uh, topics coming out of this medicated cosmetics uh, bottle dispenser. Uh, well, it's not a bottle dispenser. It doesn't dispense bottles. It's a bottle that dispenses, though. Uh, although, not automatically. You have to squeeze it. You open it up and then you squeeze it and white stuff comes out, basically. Uh, it's a bottle of... Ah, a bottle of lotion. A bottle of lotion for putting on skin.
skin. You put it on your skin if you have dry skin and it wets it. As apparently water isn't good enough for that anymore. Oh no, you have to have medicine. You have to smear medicine all over your face to prevent it from being dry, apparently. Because uh, apparently, I think it's because we have hard water in my area here. We have very hard water. Uh, if you go to drink it, uh, it sticks to the back of your throat unless you've unless you've put it through a fucking joint filtering machine of some sort and then it goes down your throat and you go what in the name of Christ is this in my throat and then you remember that you've had hard water in the house that you've lived in for the past eight years and how you'd forget that I don't know I probably don't I don't forget that it never happens that's a uh, that's just a fictional uh thing that I made up uh Am I getting a fucking cold sore now? Jesus, uh, Jesus, holy fucking Christ on a popsicle stick. I think I'm getting a cold sore, uh, as well as I uh, seem to have burnt the roof of my mouth. Uh, all that. Uh, but at least I don't have fucking dry skin anymore. Isn't it great? Absolutely great. Uh, the marvels of uh, the marvels of over-the-counter medication that you smear on your skin. Isn't it absolutely fucking fantastic? Now, uh... You're probably thinking that previous segment sounded like it was supposed to be at the beginning of the show. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was supposed to be at the beginning of my recording session. That's why I said I'm just getting warmed up and we've a lot to get on with today. Doesn't mean it has to go at the beginning of the episode. It just means... Oh, it just means that I was just getting going. It was for my own it was for my own reference, really. I said, we're just get go getting going. I was talking to myself. I wasn't referring to your listenership just getting going it doesn't mean just because i started there doesn't mean you have to start there you can start at the beginning so stop getting i'm allowed to i'm allowed to live my life in a different chronological order to that in which you witness us through listening to this that's, that's basically what i'm saying basically it's edited that's what i'm saying this is all edited i was edited to it together uh, all these words i've said them all one word i uh, didn't your man do that a uh, curtis mayfield the soul singer i uh, didn't uh, after he, he had a big accident where he fell off a, oh he fell off some scaffolding or something and then he, his next album he had to record one word at a time if I understand correctly uh, well that's how I do this podcast except usually I do more than one word at a time usually I go for a few minutes uh, but then I edit them all together in a different order sometimes or sometimes in the original order uh, depends depends on the mood depends on the mood and the quality of the segment uh, so don't worry your pretty little head about it. It's all fine. It's all fine. Oh, there's some sellotape. There's a roll of sellotape here. That's great. That's, that'll come in useful for sticking things to other things. I don't know if you're familiar with sellotape abroad. Uh, it's basically a clear plastic tape. Uh, it comes stuck to itself. Uh, it comes on a roll and it's all stuck to itself and wound up. So it's basically like buying a snake that's got its own uh, tail stuffed into its head. Except it's not as not as organic as that. Is sellotape organic? I don't think so. It's made of plastic, isn't it? Although it's on a it's on a cardboard roll, so I suppose that's organic in a way. Except it's dead. It's dead organic matter. Uh, wood is dead organic matter, and so is cardboard. So, 
he probably what you call this or god i suppose you call it the corpse of a tree and it's used uh, to make an inanimate object you uh, don't get uh, people get very cocky they say oh these things are just inanimate objects but then half the time if you look further into it you find that a lot of the stuff is the corpse of dead trees and animals uh, bits of things that came out of animals blood uh, jelly for example doesn't gelatine come out of a uh, or is it glue a glue comes out of a horse's uh, something or other. Glue is made out of horses. Uh, jelly is made out of uh, the bones of dead cows or something. I can't remember the exact details. Uh, been a while since I worked in the agricultural field. Uh, but no, there you go. Just don't, don't get too cocky about things being anonymous. Very few things are completely anonymous. Uh, they're dead. Uh, they're, they're just because it's dead doesn't mean you get to call it anonymous. It used to be anonymous and it stopped working and you found another use for it's corpse that's all that's happened there so uh, don't be getting to anyway uh, suffice to say good morning you've been listening to neil tell you stories about cats probably neil talks a lot about cats send your topic suggestions to studio at interyourhead.com